Hello, I'm Tracy Baconhaster, and welcome to the Break the Cycle podcast, brought to you today by Design and Renew Tribe, the number one membership community to empower you to find your purpose and live in financial freedom through education, support, and coaching. Be part of something bigger and reach your goals faster by joining a like-minded community of others on the same journey. The Break the Cycle podcast will help you to identify patterns in your life that are holding you back, share practical tools to create new habits, and to embrace the lives we're all called to live. So grab your favorite beverage, pop those earbuds in, and let's do this. Hey there, I'm so excited you're joining me today. Today's episode is all about money and the negative mentality of keeping up with the Joneses. Let's break down what this really means and why you need to overcome it. Now, before we get into today's topic, I want to share with you something that I think you will love. This episode is sponsored by the Design and Renew Tribe, a membership community designed to empower you to break the cycle. This is your one-stop shop to be part of something bigger, a community of your peers getting the support, education, success, and exclusivity that you want and need to break out of the cycle that you find yourself in. Find your purpose and live in financial freedom. For $34 a month, get weekly group coaching and Q&A sessions, monthly and weekly themes, private groups, access to industry professionals, and so much more. See if it's a good fit for you with a free 14-day trial. Learn more by going to design-renew.mn.co. All right, now let's get to the show. All right, everybody, let's talk about keeping up with the Joneses. You know, so what does it really mean to keep up with the Joneses? Well, this phrase or mentality is really just an idiom on how we compare to our neighbors, the Joneses or the Jones. It's a way to look at those around us who have the things we don't have to compare ourselves to them based on material goods. You know, it's that concept of, oh my gosh, my neighbor has this amazing new lawnmower. We must get a new lawnmower too. We got to be part of the lawnmower club, right? It's this aspect of, comparing yourself to others and trying to keep up with what they have or what they're doing for social status and other areas. The funny thing about this phrase, though, it actually originated in 1913 from a comic strip created by Arthur R. Momand. The comic strip was based on a family who struggled to keep up with the lifestyle of their peers. So they were constantly in these comic strips is really funny where they were always like, oh my gosh, our neighbors, you know, Joneses, they did this today. So we need to go do this too. And oh my gosh, they went and bought a brand new car. So we need to go buy a brand new car. This whole scenario of trying to keep up with what they're doing, what they're accomplishing, because they must be successful. They must be have money. They must have all the things that I don't have. And so if I want to have those things, I need to do what they're doing or have what they have. You know, I actually saw this exact scenario in an episode of Chicago Med a couple weeks ago um, where an elderly lady came into the hospital. She was having severe health issues. Turned out that she had been spending all of her money on nice things like designer purses and accessories to give this outward appearance that she had money and that she had it all together. But in reality, she was actually living on cat food because she didn't want her neighbor who had nice things to know she couldn't actually afford them. So she went out of her way to use her money to buy nice things and live on cat food, to put her own health at risk just so her neighbor didn't think less of her or so her neighbor didn't think she couldn't keep up with her or having these negative personas. And the funny thing about all this is, would her neighbor have really cared? I mean, by the end of the episode, they did work it out where the psychologist actually ended up telling the neighbor who came in to check on the lady and told her the situation. 
And she was just like completely bewildered, like, oh my gosh, why would she do that? Why would she sacrifice her health and nutrition just for that? And she even confessed the reality that she's not the one that actually purchases her nice things. Her son gets them for as gifts. So there this poor lady was in the ER due to a horrible nutrition nutritional diet, trying to keep up with a lady that really that same lady who she thought had all this money and was doing all these things really didn't either. She was getting these nice things from her son. And it just goes to show what this persona can really do to you. You know, in this episode, this example might be see a little bit ridiculous or unbelievable, but is it really that far-fetched? I mean, we as a society have this mentality that the more you have, the bigger, the nicer the things are, then you must be rich or very high class or successful, or you have it all together, right? Even social media does this. It gives you this glimpse of how perfect everyone's lives are while yours is just falling apart. But is that really the truth? I seriously doubt it. You know, when we really look at those things more often than not, it's actually not the truth but we're putting ourselves against the standard and it's a false standard. It's a false reality that we're comparing ourselves to because we only see the surface, right? We only see what's really going on surface deep. We don't really see what's going on behind the scenes. What's really going on under the surface is that whole iceberg mentality, right? 10% of the icebergs on the surface, 90% of it's under the surface. So only that we're only seeing that small little 10% at the top that we're comparing ourselves to we're not looking at the big picture or what's really going on in the background that's really driving everything. You know, I used to find myself in this though. I mean, I used to be in this situation, especially when I was a single mom and I was struggling and, you know, being a parent all on your own and seeing all my friends on Facebook getting married and having babies and everybody, oh, look how happy they look as a family or how happy they are with their boyfriends or, oh my gosh, look at that. Oh, he bought her this nice item. Oh, it must be so great, right? Well, I sat there as a single mom in my head, oh my gosh, I don't have these things. So my family must be broken. And it's just missing all of this good. And oh my gosh, I'm not providing all this for my son. And reality was that wasn't really true at all. You know, we, although it was just me and him, we weren't a broken family. We were a family, just the two of us. You know, we were a family. I provided for him. I took care of him. He was happy. He didn't know any difference, you know, but we look at these other things and what does it end up doing? You know, it ends up actually taking a toll on us it actually starts to really negatively affect us. I mean, if I would have stayed in that mentality, I could have completely missed so much of my son's life because I would have been trying so hard to get what these other people have instead of just staying in that moment, enjoying what I had and enjoying the things that God had blessed me with and enjoying the fact that I do have this beautiful, healthy little boy that I could give my attention and time to instead of trying to go find him a dad or go find the next best thing or a bigger house or a bigger place or this, 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 and that. That's really the danger with this mentality because it gives you an insecurity. It gives you this feeling of that FOMO concept, right? That fear of missing out, that you're missing something because these people must be happy and I must be missing it because I'm not, right? That you're not successful because you don't have the nice car or the big house or the things, right? And unfortunately, if we stay in that, what ends up happening? you know, we stay in that mentality, what's going to start happening is we're going to start spending money we don't have. We're going to go into debt to buy the brand new car so that it looks like to our neighbors that we have it all together and we must have money. We must be well off because look at our brand new shiny car in the driveway. 
it's a big danger and it's a big risk that many Americans face. And, you know, social media doesn't help it. Social media, if anything, has made it worse. And I mean, think about, you know, teenagers. When we've been, we're teenagers, you're, you're impressionable. You really don't have a full self-awareness yet. You don't have all the things that a lot of adults have. So here's the thing. By trying to keep up with the Joneses, you are putting yourself into bad situations financially, mentally, socially, and the list just goes on, right? Think about the last time you made a purchase because you cared what someone thought, right? Or you wanted to impress someone or put on this persona of a person that you thought people liked or wanted to be. Did it really do anything for you? Did it really give you what you thought it would? Or was it just a disappointment or put you further into debt or further into depression? Right? If you go buy that brand new car, but you just lost your job, that is not going to bring you happiness. That is going to bring you more fear, more depression, more upside, you know, all for this persona of I've got to look like I have my life together. It's the same reason people don't ever ask for help or go and say they have a problem. They don't go say, you know what, I did just lose my job. We keep all these things secret because of this outward appearance we're trying to put on. We're trying to keep this outward appearance of we've got our life together we're all okay. We're safe. We're good. We're happy. We're healthy. We're rich. We got money, whatever it is. Instead of being like, you know what? I am actually struggling right now. And you know, I love, I'm so happy that my neighbor got this car. I can't do that right now, but I can do this for my family instead. And I can take care of my family and provide them and be happy with what we do have. And it's a whole concept of gratitude, right? Gratitude goes a lot further than the comparison game does. Because this comparison game, we all find ourselves playing is very dangerous, right? It not only can take a toll on your money, but it can really hurt your marriage, right? Your relationships, your self-worth, your self-image, your mental health. You know, think about those times that you have done that. You know, I really struggled a lot with depression and anxiety as a single parent and not because I was a single parent. It was because I was comparing myself to all these other people. I was trying to fit myself into a box that all these other people had. And the reality was, I can't fit into that box. I'm not those people. You know, I'm not the same as them. I don't have the same situation. I don't have the same things going on that they do. That's cause, allowing them to do the things they do, if that's even the reality. And but by letting those things affect me and get to me really could have put me in a very bad place. And look at celebrities. We all think that it's money and things that make us happy, but that's really not true. You know, think of the amount of celebrities that are in depression or that are alcoholics or drug addicts or suicidal. They have it all, right? On the outside, they look perfect. Look at their beautiful, perfect body. Look at their amazing giant house and all their cars and all their vacation homes and their jets and all these things. But in the reality is, it's not doing what we think it's doing, right? It's not doing what we're hoping to get out of doing these things. So more often than not, why we do this is because of our inner critic. So our inner critic feeds us lies and nonsense of how inferior we are, how much of a loser we are, or how pathetic we are, right? And if we give into that inner voice, then we're just like the comet, always striving to keep up with those around us, these fake personas we've made up in our head, right? We're trying to keep up with a person that we have created out of our own inner critic that doesn't even exist, this person that we're trying to compare ourselves to and we're trying to strive to be like is not a real person because nobody is perfect. Nobody has it all together. That's not the reality we live in. And if we really give into that inner voice, we're just like the comic. We're always striving to keep up with those around us, these fake personas we've made up in our head because truthfully, are Joneses really who we think they are? Are they really rich? 
successful, happy? Do they really have the perfect car, the perfect marriage, the perfect house? More often than not, it's probably the exact opposite. Right? More often than not, when we get into that other 90% that's below the surface, we're going to start seeing that, oh my gosh, these people don't have it together. Oh my gosh, my neighbors that seem to have it all and they have the nice things and the great things. Oh my gosh, they're getting divorced. Their marriage is falling apart. I guess they don't have it all together. Now they have to split all their assets and sell everything. The person that looks like they're just so healthy and oh, look how perfect their body is. You know, we as women struggle with that a lot of that comparison game to physically compare ourselves to celebrities or people on TV on how perfect looking their bodies are. But are they really happy? I mean, would we really look at what it takes for them to have that body? Is that what you want? You know, do you want to pretty much spend your entire life working out, counting every calorie, eating everything that you have to eat and cutting out everything else? I mean, these things that we see and are striving for, they're not reality. They're a false reality we've created. And that inner critic can be very powerful and it can really do so much to you if you let it. So next time you have that inner critic telling you, oh my gosh, you're not good enough. Oh my gosh, look, your neighbors have this amazing new thing, right? Oh my gosh, look at their beautiful car they just drove in. Oh my gosh, they're remodeling their house. They're doing all these things. Don't give in to that inner critic. Instead, tell the inner critic, you know what? Good for them. I am so happy that they were able to do that. I am so happy that they were able to purchase a new car or remodel their home. That's going to help you long-term. You know, it's not something, it's not going to change overnight. That inner critic's always going to be there. It's always going to be a comparison game. Every time you see somebody who you feel inferior to, or you feel threatened by, or you feel has it, you know, more successful or better life than you, you're going to go to that dark place. So just be aware of it. Catch yourself when it happens and say, not today. I am not doing that today. I'm not going to give into this frustration, this stress this mindset that I have to be like everybody else or I'm, I'm a failure, right? We don't have to live that life. We don't have to do those things, but it's all a choice, right? Your mind is a very powerful thing. And the more you practice getting yourself out of that mentality, the better off you're going to be. So don't give in to that, you know, and just realizing that perfection doesn't exist. It just doesn't. And we may think somebody has the perfect life, the perfect body, the perfect face, the perfect this, that, and the other, whatever it might be, but that's not really true. And the sooner we stop comparing ourselves to those people or trying to keep up with those people, the happier we'll actually be. You know, if you stop trying to do everything your neighbors are doing, guess what? You're not your neighbors. You don't have their situation. You don't have their jobs. You don't have their kids, their spouses, their family. You don't have those things because you are not them. You are you. And you have your own amazing things, your own perfection, and your own family and areas that you can strive for and be happy and satisfied with. And it's hard sometimes, absolutely. But here's the thing. Just because your neighbors went and bought a brand new car, how do you know that they didn't just put themselves into $50,000 of debt to do that? It looks all nice and shiny and pretty on the outside, but really, what's underneath? You know, oh my gosh, look at that. My my friend from high school who graduated with me, oh my gosh, they just bought a $400,000 house and they're only 23 years old. My goodness, they must be doing amazing. How do you know they're not house poor? How do you know that their payment is eating up their paychecks and they have barely anything left for any other costs or expenses? Because you will run into that more often than not. When you start to figure out it's not what it looks like, that this persona I'm seeing, this person I'm seeing, these Joneses I'm comparing myself to, 
they don't actually exist. If anything, they're actually the exact opposite of what I'm picturing them to be. So find happiness in yourself, you know, find happiness with you and your situation because you have good things going too. I guarantee you that there is somebody comparing themselves to you and wishing they had all the things you have that are wishing they had the life that you're living or the money or the things or the whatever. There's always going to be somebody that seems on the outside to have it more together than us. And sometimes they do. But guess what? That's okay. Because you're on your way to getting it together. You're on your way to discovering your true self and being happy and content with what you have. So just know that although what we see on the outside may look perfect or expensive or successful, it's all just outside appearances. It's just what they want you to see to cover up the brokenness that their own inner critic feeds them. Money and things will not bring happiness, but breaking out of this mentality will. All right, friends, that's it for today. We're continuing the discussion over in the Design and Renew tribe. More information at design-renew.mn.co. If you've taken away good information, subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts, share this episode with a friend, or connect with us on Facebook or Instagram. 